Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. Five seconds left in the game. You believe in Context, there's no disrespect, so when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. All of it is on the field. We're going to get the mission. We're Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the opening line. We're your host, Wits and Roz. Today we are joined by Thomas Gandolfi, a regular on this show. He likes coming on, giving his shit picks and uh and telling the world how they can uh, be as trash as he is in fantasy football. Um, hello, everybody. Again, <laughs> gotta stop. Gotta stop Ethan from spewing his shit all over you guys. So, I'll be the mediator. Hey, he's our mediator today. Wits for all the twelve listeners. Wits, how you doing today? You're uh, you're going through some troubles. This is like this is a grinded out effort. Some would say. You're no longer hurt, but you're injured, but you're still here performing today. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed off for no good reason. So, And no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to get into my personal problems on the show, but I've been peeing way too much today, put it that way. <laughs> Maybe an enlarged prostate. <laughs> and and uh, But we'll move on from that. But enough about everybody's problems. Let's get straight to it. College football, just gambler's paradise last weekend. If you followed Roz into the promised land, it's like most of the Jews when they walked that Red Sea with Moses. We were just guiding you. And it was a big week, 4-1, and one, back on the right track. Wits, also successful week. I don't, I'm not going to throw you under the bus, but Wits has been having successful weeks. Um, he went 3-2. and two. He didn't outlast or outdo me. Um, per se in this week's college football picks but it's okay I'm I'm the hot man up right now 16 13 and 1 which is th- 17 and 13 against the spread this year um, he definitely has gotten you a couple more extra or a couple extra units I'm a little bit of a high high roller throwing bigger units down this year Wits has been stuck on his one unit per game like he's uh, back in elementary school but it's okay um, big wins from Iowa I was told that Tua Tagovailoa's brother was going to be the next thing. Um, and Wits, you couldn't have been more wrong. Um, I'm, al- I'm going to allow you to re- rebuttal right here, but uh, I think there's not much for you to say. Yeah, I've got no rebuttal here. Um, Tua's brother threw five picks. Uh, this game was over early in the second quarter. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a bad game. Not the way you want to start the week, but like you said, uh, came out three and two. So could have been worse. Definitely could have been worse. Hey, and Thomas. I did it for the boys last week. I know you weren't very successful and followed our own plan, but Thomas, who who has been on the show and agrees with this principle, usually we'd ride into war with me, but he didn't. Georgia minus 18 and a half, Alabama minus 14 and a half, the locks of the century, both at home, both winning big. That is the way you get bet on SEC football and it paid dividends. 
I heard, unfortunately, you felt like you needed to go the other direction, Thomas, but that's, uh, it was a nice little payday for your boy. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know why you don't make money betting against Alabama. I, it's been my saying since week one, and there I was on the wrong side of it. I just can't seem to get right on, on uh, Alabama at all. I bet, I bet on them. They don't cover. I bet against them. They blow out Ole Miss before it's even a game. Um, yeah, just great, great weekend of college football. Not the best week for your boy gambling. Um, I think I checked uh, yesterday, and on this season, I'm 17 and 20. So not great, not ideal, not uh, ideal. But no. hey, hey, now we go. But now we go. That's definitely the best way to look at it. I wrapped it up with a Michigan win as well. They've just been the slobber knockers of uh, the century. They have picked up a lot of W's for your boy, beating Wisconsin. In fact, I'm going to put Michigan on my list for this coming week. Wits, how about you talk about your performance last week? You're, you're the guy that's picking UTEPs and Troy and Ball State and schools that could have rec- uh, recruited you out of high school, honestly. <laughs> yeah, well, the good- Ricochet shot. The good thing about money, Roz, is it's all the same color, whether you bet on Bama or you bet on UTEP. So um, I think one of the most impressive efforts of the week was Cincinnati, just absolutely dismantling Notre Dame. 11-point game, but was a lot, I think, was a lot farther away on the scoreboard. And now it kind of begs the question, you know, with Oregon going down, Cincinnati looks like they're, you know, they're a little bit closer to making the college football playoff. I mean, they had a very uninspiring effort by Oklahoma again, um, you know, beating Kansas State on the road by six in a, in a game I thought they actually should have lost. And then, Raz, I think the, the last team that we leave for the recap of last week was Georgia, Arkansas. I mean, I think this might be the year that Georgia could possibly peat, compete with Alabama because their defense is. It's absolutely ferocious, and they took down an Arkansas team that I thought had a chance to win that game straight up, but that game was over. Um, you know, the first time I checked the score app, it was 21 nothing with a couple minutes left in the first. So, you know, what do you think about Georgia here and their chances of, I mean, maybe being the best team in the country right now? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to overthrow Alabama until we see them play, and we might get two chances to see these teams play this year. Um I mean, I certainly believe they're going to meet in the SEC championship game, and I certainly believe they're going to meet in the national championship game. So I think Georgia is just absolutely dominating, but we've seen Alabama teams do this as well in the past, and I don't think Alabama is lacking in domination. I think that they're not blowing teams out like by 50, and I think Georgia's making it look a little more sexy. But I don't know. I think they're still 1A, 1B, and I still think Alabama gets to hold that 1A spot. Um, and we'll have to see what happens moving forward. Yeah, no, it could be uh could be a tight race here, but you know, we got a lot of action for those third and fourth spots. Um, Florida pulled a typical Florida move and after playing an extremely close game with Alabama, drops one to Kentucky, who's now five and oh, three and oh in the SEC. So watch out for the Wildcats. And like you said, Roz, Michigan just came in and absolutely pounded Wisconsin. Um, really ran away with that game late in the second half. So Wisconsin continues there. <laughs> atrocious season one and three oh and two in the big 10 um, yeah that was really my takeaway from last week number three team in the nation loses and uh yeah things get a little more interesting up top yes yeah, stanford is just crushing the hearts of the pac-12 pac-12 looking like they can have their first team since oregon 
back in the playoff sphere, but it is, uh, it's not to be, and that's because of your Stanford Cardinal. Um, yeah, not a lot else to take away from last week. Let's move on to this week. Thomas, hopefully you came ready with some picks. We'll let you close out our segment with some. I do. Bonus. I do. I came prepared today. Good. I love it. We're going to give you some bonus picks here in a second. Wiss, we're just going to do the way we have been the last couple of weeks. And since I beat you last week, I'm going to rally through my picks first before we get to you. I'm going to go with Coastal Carolina, minus 20. We look at Coastal Carolina. They've won their last two games by 50. They've played only one close game against Buffalo this year. Outside of that, they've been winning. They've won every game by more than 21 points. Um, I think they're taking a one and four Arkansas State team on, and I think that's just going to be another road rage kind of matchup right there. Give me Coastal Carolina, big spread of the week. You know I'm always going to take one. Last week it was Georgia. This week it's Coastal Carolina. Give me Texas plus three. Hoorah! You know, I think Texas hook them horns. I think this is going to be a huge upset. I think we finally can take Oklahoma out of the picture. Oklahoma has looked nothing but less than spectacular for whatever seed they are. I think they're the sixth, sixth ranked team in the country. Who fucking knows at this point? Give me Texas back in the rankings at 21. They're at home, although I know they play this at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas. Um, give it to me here. I'm all in on the Longhorns making their claim. I don't think this helps either of them playoff wise, but give me Texas plus three. Hook them horns, baby. MSU giving a second shot. You took a week off. I'm taking MSU minus five and a half here against Rutgers. Rutgers just absolutely got their dicks punched in by Ohio State last week. I think MSU better be doing the same thing if you're top. You're a top 11 team looking to get in the top 10. By the way, Thomas, how about them BYU Cougars? They are six love them, Rowan Mormon. They're six point favorites over Boise State. I know Boise State has traditionally a good, good squad going for them. They're not one of my picks. That's like a consolation pick because I will be throwing money on BYU. Now that I see that, we'll skip that for right now. Maybe Thomas is going to get into it. Michigan minus three and a half just seems too easy. Nebraska has uh, been hunting, head hunting Roz recently when it comes to picking against them. But I'm going after him. Michigan has been my dark horse. They are undefeated. They're going to go in and win this thing by two touchdowns. Finally, Penn State plus one and a half, since I know Witz's tail is tucked between his legs and he won't pick any of the big games on the board. I'm going Penn State plus one and a half. We have the same idea that maybe Sean Clifford, dark horse Heisman winner, maybe. Um, I know Iowa did well for me last week, but give me Penn State here. I think Penn State's the better offensive team, um, and we're just going to have to see how that game goes. Three versus four Wits. That's pretty freaking hype if you ask me. I think we're about to see the beginning of the cannibalization of the Big Ten, and I don't think any Big Ten team's going to make it still. But we'll see. Those are those are my five picks with a little bit of a consolation pick in BYU. Wits, hit me with your picks, my friend. Wow, always throwing a lot of shade to the guy who's just kicking your ass in pros and college football. But you know what? You tell me I don't take any big games, and I'm going to go against you in the Michigan game, Roz. You look at Nebraska – after the week one matchup against Illinois, in which they looked terrible, people were calling for Scott Frost's head. Nebraska is 5-0 and against the spread the past five weeks. I think this is a classic trap game for Michigan. Nebraska's playing a lot better football since week one. And, you know, they covered against Michigan State the other week when we had them. Uh, didn't win that game straight up. But I, I think Michigan, their luck's going to turn here. I mean, they haven't really been beating any good teams. I mean, you look at Wisconsin stinks, Rutgers stinks. So Michigan's 5-0, and but they've been playing a bunch of cupcakes. So Nebraska at home, absolutely. Give me the three-and-a-half points. They're going to win this game straight up. Second game of the week, I'm going to take LSU on the road against Kentucky. I think this is a classic hangover matchup for Kentucky. 
Um, you know, they beat Florida last week. They're at home versus a, a much weaker LSU team than we saw last year. But I'm going to take the three and a half points here with the Tigers, uh, defending national champions um, from two years ago throughout my years. But, yeah, I just think the Tigers are going to take down Kentucky. I think Kentucky is another one of those 5-0 teams that, you know, aren't as good as other people think, even though they're in the SEC. I'm also going to take Tulane plus five and a half versus the Houston Cougars. Um, you know, I love the Tulane offense, and I think as good as Houston's been over the past few years, I like the five and a half points there. I make this a field goal game, so I'll take the couple extra. Oh, and you, then can't lat- believe, you can't believe that you're going against the Cougars, Wits. Who else is out there hunting Cougs on the weekend? And you're picking against <laughs> the Cougars this week? Get out of here. That's, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, my next matchup, Roz, I'm going to take Virginia Tech at home versus Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame got exposed last week, just like I thought they would. Um, you know, they beat down Wisconsin, which was, you know, they were losing 13-10 going in the fourth quarter before putting up 31 there. Virginia Tech, very tough place to play. We saw that in week one when they took down North Carolina. Um, Notre Dame, I, I just don't think they're that good of a football team, even though they're four and one. So I'm going to take Virginia Tech. I'm going to take the home team here. And then my last matchup of the week, I'm going to take Eastern Carolina plus 11 and a half. Uh, I think it's too many points here. They're on the road. Um, but yeah, we'll go a little group of five, throw it in with a couple big games and then come out with another winning week. That's just all I do. Uh, we'll see about that, Wits. I mean, I'm, I'm coming in hot, as they would like to say. Thomas, honorary picks. Throw us what you will be gambling on with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, um, who doesn't sponsor us. But I just feel like I should throw their names out there every time. If they don't sponsor you, then I'm not going to say that I bet with them because I don't. Barstool okay. Sportsbook. That's the only thing that matters. Um, all right. I, Ethan, love – Love what you're thinking with this Michigan-Nebraska pick. Wits, got to ask what you're thinking. But Michigan, I'm with Michigan. I'm with them all the way. Ethan, let's ride. Also got same thing, BYU, Boise State. Give me BYU, minus six. Have been, Mormons have been making me money all year. Um, I got South Carolina, plus 10. You know, Tennessee coming off a huge win last week. Most points I've ever scored in a game, I think this is back to earth time for them. I think South Carolina comes in and ruins their day. Um, I got Ohio State minus 21 against Maryland. I don't think Maryland, you can call them a football team. I think they suck. Um, Then to round out my picks, uh, give me a little Arkansas plus five against Ole Miss. Love that pick. Ole Miss coming off that drubbing from Alabama. I think uh, I think Arkansas comes in and beats them straight up. There's Tommy G's picks for you. Tommy G's picks, and honestly, there's there's electric in the air. If you're not if you're not in one of the uh, states that allows barstool DraftKings FanDuel, well, I got a solution for you. And they're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. Always bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. Bet online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. 
from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games where Wits is always at the table. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. New slogan. Liked it. Let's move on to the NFL. Big week in the NFL. Green Bay 3-1. Hoorah. We are the best team in the NFL. No question about it. No questions asked. Green Bay Packers 3-1 ahead of the NFC North, the greatest division in football. Um, looking good for our Super Bowl odds. I couldn't be more excited if you asked me. Wits, I, I jumped the gun on the last segment. Let, let's let you take the early thoughts of last week's um, last week's NFL slate. Yeah, Roz, it was uh, another interesting week. Uh, starting off with a Thursday night game, it looked like the Jags were going to get their first victory. Um, but Cincinnati comes roaring back, uh, saved a lot of survivor picks, including yours. And Urban Meyer finds himself in some hot water again. He was doing something with his blonde shake at the bar that may or may not have been kosher, but uh, Cincinnati moves to three and one on the year. Great comeback by the Redskins. Uh, Falcons dump another one. Uh, Davis Mills um, was bad. Didn't know he'd be this bad, but the Bills put up a 40, bur 40 burger in a shutout, which is a very embarrassing game for the Texans. Um, Cowboys looked really good for almost the entire game. Let the Panthers sneak in a little bit there in the fourth quarter. And then, Roz, I think the other biggest, I would say, upset of the week. Well, I'll, I'll give you two. How about the Frank Sinatra parlay? You had the Giants taking down the Saints, 11 fourth quarter points. They were down one in overtime. And then the Jets, Zach Wilson gets his first victory. Robert Sala, first victory as the head coach of the Jets. They take down the Titans, 27-24 in overtime. The Frank Sinatra Moneyline Parlay paid out at 13-1. to 1. I don't know if anybody out there was on it, but what a week for New York football. What a week for New York football and uh, helped in a lot of survivor pools. I think we have to touch on the fact that the Cardinals are 4-0, the last remaining unbeaten team in the NFL, and they handled, they handled the Rams. I think them only winning by 17 doesn't tell the full story. That was a garbage time touchdown by the Rams. It was 37-13. to 13. Pretty insane, the blowout. And Kyler Murray is on the uh, fuck Roz tour at this point because he is like, Roz, I can see over the line, and Roz, I'm going to get some Ws this year. But fear not, Roz is still confident, especially when he talks in third person like that, that they will collapse in the same fashion they did last year. And now there's a bonus game to add to it. When they finished 3-5 and five in their last eight games last year, let's make it 3-6 and six this year in their last nine games. I don't think the Cardinals make the playoffs. And it's happened before. Four and O team has missed the postseason. Just ask the Buffalo Bills. I think the Cardinals are going to be in that same boat. And I think that offense will run out of steam here eventually, just like it did last year. And Kyler has had injury problems. Let's not forget that. Ravens go and beat the Broncos. I thought that was an easy one. Um, and then we have to talk about the Sunday night game, the Buccaneers Patriots, a game I thought Mac Jones had in the bag, a missed field goal by Nick Folk. At the end of the game, 56 is a long field goal, but we just saw Justin Kicker kick one for uh, Justin Tucker kick one from 10 yards further. I really do feel the Patriots outplayed the Buccaneers. The offense just wasn't as, as explosive as you need to beat a team like the Buccaneers. Tough to watch Mac go down in that one, but Tom Brady joins Brett Favre and Peyton Manning as the only quarterback to beat all 32 teams in the NFL. Tom, any takeaways? I know you were taking a fat nap when we were watching the games last week. Uh, yeah, I fell asleep during, like, the most uh, exciting time of the early slate. And I just have this 
memory of Ethan. I was sleeping and I just have this memory of Ethan screaming, Tyreek Hill touchdown, Tyreek Hill touchdown. So I just have that playing in my head. Uh, no, it was a good, good week. Bears won. Um, I didn't, I've retired from betting on the NFL games. Just can't do it. Can't, can't take a Saturday and a Sunday in a row of gambling and then mixed in the fantasy football. So I retired from NFL gambling. Um, but yeah, it was good. The Bears won. Um, I've got this new thing this year where the Packers aren't torture for me to watch. And I don't watch with like a hating eye because of Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, I don't know. Things are weird over here now. Like Sundays are, Sundays are just great. Just the best day ever. That's where I'm at. That's where, that's where my NFL. Yeah. It's it's nice to hop on the horn with the boys and watch them football and be able to do it again this coming Sunday. Wits. Once again, I looked you in the eye. Trying to compete and beat you, but you, you swept you swept the card. You went five and zero last week with your NFL picks, moving you to fourteen and sixteen against the fourteen and six. I apologize against the spread. I sit there at nine eleven. I went four and one. I went four and one last week. That was a bounce back week and a half. And it weren't if it weren't for the Tennessee Titans, who couldn't beat a lousy New York Jets team, I'd be sitting there with you. Although we were against each other on that one. Wits. You get to go first. You beat me last week. Give us your five picks for this coming week's NFL slate. Yeah, Raz, I appreciate finally getting some recognition from you on the show. It seems like every week I get a fight and claw just to get a little bit of a, hey, nice job, Wits, but I appreciate it. Um, so let's get right to the picks this week. Raz, I'm going to start off with one of the more disturbing teams to watch in the NFL, but I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers minus one at home versus the Denver Broncos. This has a lot to do with Teddy Bridgewater being in concussion protocol right now, regardless of whether or not he plays. Um, I think that'll be tough for him to come in off of basically not practicing the entire week. And the Steelers, as ugly and as dirty as it is, um, you know, Mike Tomlin coming off a loss, 59% against the spread in his career. So I'm going to play a little bit of a numbers game here, take Pittsburgh at home. Next game I'm looking at, uh, I'm going to take a, a team that's let me down this year so far. I'm going to go back to the Eagles, plus three on the road at Carolina. Um, looks like Christian McCaffrey is going to come back this week, but I don't know how effective he's going to be. And this Eagles team, Roz, I mean, I know the score got a little bit out of hand with Kansas City, but Philadelphia is getting their starting left tackle back this week. And I, I still think the Eagles are a good team, um, at least better than a lot of people think. So I'm going to take the three points here. And then uh, I'm also going to go back to one of my, my favorite teams in the league. If you guys have been listening to the show the past few years, I'm going to take the Giants, getting the seven points on the road versus the Cowboys. Giants put up a great effort last week versus the Saints. And you look at Danny Dimes on the road as a dog, um, 75% um, against the spread. He, he's done really well in that situation. So I'm going to take the Giants here. And uh, I think probably the most exciting game in the, uh, the afternoon slate. Uh, my next pick, Roz, um, is more of a fade of the Lions than me taking the Vikings. But you look at the Lions losing their starting center, Frank Ragnow. Looks like Panay Sewell is not going to play either. I think this is just going to be a very tough day for the Lions to move the ball. You look at Minnesota, I mean, regardless of whether or not Dalvin Cook is 100%, they've still got a lot of weapons over there. Kirk Cousins is playing some great football this year. So I'm going to lay the 10 here at home. It's a big number. I don't love to do it, but 
I just don't see the Lions competing in this game. And then my last pick, let's go to the London game, Roz, 8.30 Central Time on Sunday morning. I like the Jets here. Again, plus three versus the Falcons. Um, Falcons, they're just a garbage team, in my opinion. And the Jets, I think they got the monkey off their back. Zach Wilson played with a lot more confidence last week. And he's playing a Falcons defense, which is, I would say, more or less terrible, right? He played a really tough slate to start with. And Calvin Ridley is also not making a trip to London. So Russell Gage looks like he's going to be sitting as well. Yards could be tough to come by for this Falcons team. So I'm going to take the Jets plus the points. And those are going to be my Sunday five picks. Love your Sunday five picks. I'm coming at you hit. I think I'm going to get five in a row again this week. And I'm putting big units on one of them. Big units on one of them. We're going Rams tonight minus two and a half. I think they're going to bounce back after a loss. And Seattle's defense is not quite up to speed. And that offense can be held. But we're hoping for a 45-38 shootout. The Seattle Seahawks have yet to participate in a game that has gone the over route in any of their games. Packers minus three. Put three units on the dogs. <laughs> go Pack, go, baby. Aaron Rodgers, probably the best quarterback we've ever seen in the history of sports. Um, honestly, probably the best athlete we've ever seen. Uh, you, you think about Michael Jordan. You think about Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron. You think about Michael Phelps. You just really think about, you think about all these best athletes and just Aaron Rodgers is so much better than all of them combined. It hurts my ass. Um, anyways. Tennessee minus four and a half is my other one. Chargers minus two is going to take it to the Browns. I'm ready to see this Browns team lose. They suck. I don't give a shit what anybody from Cleveland thinks. This Browns team is horrible. They won 14 to seven in a disgusting game against the, uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. Chargers win this easy. They have the way better offense. Give me the Bills plus two and a half. The Chiefs are one and three against the spread this year. Um, nothing to write home about if you're a Chiefs fan. I think the Chiefs defense is so bad and the Bills offense is so great. And the Bills have a better defense this year than they did last year. I think the Bills take this win. I would take the money line on the Bills. Go Bills. Um, that's mine. Thomas, any complimentary picks? I know you're not betting this week, but I'm just curious if you got any any you're hiding from us. No. Um I think uh I think I like Xander's pick of the Steelers. I, I have that for my uh my weekly pick em pool. That my my weekly pick em pool. Sorry. You have them for your weekly um, pick em pool. I love that. Yeah. Hey. Um. Which anything? You know what? I'm gonna go with Tommy. Sometimes you got to play in the mud a little bit. I mean, you got to take a team that nobody else wants to take, and you got to get your hands dirty. Perfect. You got Steelers. That's how you win weeks. That's exactly right. Um. Wits, anything else you can take away from this NFL slate this coming Sunday? Um, well, I was glad to hear that Matt Nagy announced Justin Fields as the starter um, from here on out. The guy really doesn't have a feel for the room, and, you know, I think this is the right decision for the team. But the fact that it wasn't made before this was uh, highly questionable. But I think that's, that's going to be an interesting game. Bears going on the road versus the Raiders. Um, Raiders coming off their first loss. I think this is going to be a turning point in both of these team seasons. Whoever comes away with this victory, I think is going to have a lot of momentum going into week six. So, you know, as a Chicago guy, this is a, this is a game I'm, I'm looking forward to on CBS in the afternoon slate. It's Xander, just a circle. Sorry, Ethan, you're cut good. you off. But just to circle back to a little of what Xander brought up. After the game that they won against Detroit, he went in to the press conference and sat there and said with a straight face, you know, 
they asked him about who's going to start next week, and he sat there and said, we're going to have to see how Andy's doing, and, uh, you know, once we do that, then we'll get back to you. The fact that that even came out of his mouth, he should have been shot right then and there. Yeah, it's been tough sledding for Matt Nagy, but, you know, hopefully we can get on the winning side of things here this week. Also, Matt LaFleur, the fourth greatest coach after 35 games in NFL history. Just wanted to put that out there. Go, Pat, go. You know, he's a, he's a good-looking guy. I didn't realize he's a, he's a good-looking look. Watch, Watching the Packers with, with kind of a rock in the room, he is, uh, he's definitely a fan favorite. Let's just put it at that. Um, he's kind of a rocket ship, that is for sure. That's really all I got for you, gentlemen. That's all I got for you fans. And uh, take our picks, run with them, enjoy them, and uh, hopefully we make you some moolah. Cash money, baby. Just like young, not young buck. I'm, where, where was I going with that? Wheezy, just like Wheezy would say. That's been the opening line. We are your host, Wits and Ross, presented by betonline.ag. Catch you next week, everybody. Smoke.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.